2: Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. This is the Houston Supercross Triple Crown wrap-up. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you, Fly Racing, for all that you people do. Flyracing.com, Formula Helmet out now. They're very, very proud of it. They're very happy about it. And Blake Baggett and Zach Osborne and Ben LeMay and a lot of guys out there wear the new Formula Helmet, and they've done a great job with it. So please, check it out if you're in the market for a high-end helmet with the latest and greatest technology. Folks at FlyRacing.com, mountain bike stuff as well over there. Um And Alpine Stars, Tech 10 boot, most advanced boot in motocross today. It's redesigned and refined for 2019, and you'll see it on the feet of many of the fastest uh, supercrossers out there. Thanks to the folks at Alpine Stars Moto for making this happen. Also, uh, Maxxis MXST tire developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath. If you're in the market for a mountain bike tire, a light truck tire, or a moto tire, of which they have some really good ones at really good prices, uh, Maxxis.com, everybody. Finally, SlickWash, SlickWash.com, Monster Energy Pro Circuit uses it. Three-step wash process will have your mountain bike, your dirt bike, your UTV, your car, whatever it is, looking great, and uh, they've sponsored they sponsor a few teams in the sport with SlickWash. Use the code STEVE to save at SlickWash.com. Please check it out, everybody, while you're at it, and uh, if you're in the market for something like that. so. All right, Weege, JT, on the line here. We're going to go over Houston and all that happened from Marvin Webb and... And uh, Dylan Ferrandes and AC and, and Stu is back. We'll talk, we'll get into some Stu stuff. So uh, thanks to you people for listening. And now, on to the show. All right, everybody, to recap Houston. Triple Crown, as I was saying in the intro, uh, we'll talk about Houston and a little bit more. Uh, on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Yeah, here we go. Sunday night. It's the review show that we all know and love. First up, on the line, fresh off not the Houston Supercross, but the GNCC. Going back to his roots, the Jason Wygant. Yeah, <laughs> long I'm day.
0: Tired. And, I'm, I'm freaking tired and beat up. Although the next person that you're going to introduce in this call will be very happy. I have to say it's the first time I've ever ridden in the uh, light hydrogen gear, mm-hmm. courtesy of f- folks at Fly Racing. It is freaking magical uh when you're an hour into a race and then you finally get out of the woods and you can like suddenly start going with a decent amount of speed Uh the ventilation is i mean like literally you can feel your second wind like going through the gear
2: oh wow wow awesome a second wind uh, going through the gear (laughs) yeah
0: i mean i was like dude why does this feel? i'm like oh this is this super vented gear that everybody talks about it seriously made a difference i swear um and a fresh F two carbon helmet that'll be probably going in the trash now because I really used it. Um, so you race?
2: You race this morning? Oh yeah! Yeah,
0: hell yeah! Yeah, two two hours, eighteen minutes or something like that. And how'd you do? I got twelfth out of twenty one. Oh, In nice. my in my class in my forty plus, and. Uh, yeah, I, I last time I rode was September, so it's probably not what the recommended deal is. to so Just do a two-hour race after you haven't ridden no. whatever that is, six months. But nope. whatever, it's tradition. I'm going to do one once a year.
2: What'd you That's ride? What What'd you ride?
0: Oh, even better, dude. I rode my freaking street legal bike, license plate, blinkers and all.
2: <laughs> nice, nice. Wow.
0: Dude, I showed up in the family minivan with the, the dual sport on the bike carrier on the back of the minivan. How about that?
2: Mm. Holy smokes. Falling. And got 12. Falling. Suck it, everybody.
0: Yeah, well, I was fifth for a little while, but uh, that was the first hour. The second hour was just complete survival. But the gear was great, and the helmet, uh, the fact that I can even do this podcast, thanks to the helmet. But I'm going to need a formula soon, JT, because this one's trashed already in one race.
2: Uh, On the line also from Fly Racing, uh, not paying Ouija a dime for that endorsement at all, not discussing it before the pod or anything. Jason. No, Thomas. we really didn't.
0: No, I was. It was legit running through my mind as I was riding.
2: Jason Thomas. Yeah. Top JT.
1: I will take it. Uh, and yes, yeah, <laughs> the checks in the mail, Weech. Nice work as always.
2: The gear helped him. He said it. The gear like lifted his spirits.
1: Well, look. I'm just to
0: prove this is legit. Like JT. Like, if you go riding in one of your your, your light hydrogen versus one of the you have a gear that's not that vented, right? Like, there is a light noticeable hydrogen, difference. Right? Correct.
1: Yeah, it's all vented somewhat, but I'm I'm a bit yeah. confused. Did you have kinetic mesh or did you have white hydrogen?
0: Oh, maybe it was kinetic mesh. The freaking pants are yeah, unbelievable. Oh, that's even was that even lighter than
1: light? No, it's it's specifically built for summer. Like you had the most ventilated stuff we have. So like the pants are all basically mesh panel ventilation. Yes. So. Yep. Yeah, that was. Yeah, we, that's basically the newest stuff we had. This is stuff we re, we launched at Daytona. So that, I totally understand your uh, your relief once you got some speed up because that stuff is basically one big vent panel. So, and yeah, absolutely.
2: I've been mountain biking in that jersey a lot.
1: You have? Yeah. I, I saw it personally.
2: Yeah. Yes. So very ventilated. Um. Well, twelfth
1: kinetic j- mesh. Kinetic mesh. Sorry, twelfth. Twelfth
2: awesome. JT. Not so bad for YGIMP.
1: Yeah. Well. I am in a similar situation as Weej. The last time I rode was September, also, and the weather has just finally broken in Boise, so I'm looking to ride soon. It might rain this week, so it'll be touch and go riding this week. But regardless, it's going to happen soon, and I will be feeling Weej's pain. Uh, I can't even imagine how sore you will be tomorrow, Weej. <laughs> oh, oh my God!
2: And so, yeah. just for the record, of the three of us, I have been the most physically active. Just let's... let's.
1: Uh, I'm pretty active, but I just haven't been riding.
2: Okay. I just want to make but sure. Yeah,
1: we are all very proud of you, Steve. Don't <laughs> let that... Happen. I just
2: want to check. I went on a mountain bike ride today. I landed, you know, came home for a couple of hours, went on a mountain bike ride. I've been riding my dirt bike here and there quite a, you know, a little bit. Uh, so just wanted to check. Things have changed. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm not going to challenge des- you.
2: <laughs>
1: you deserve all the credit.
2: Um, okay. Yep. Um, speaking of credit, Cooper Webb, he just yep. needed to... You know, one more race, so, uh, maybe one more with four left now. Um, but he uh, he won the Triple Crown with some uh, some really great riding. Uh, we had an entertaining entertaining night of racing, for sure, in Houston again, the Triple Crown. I feel uh, like it delivered. And, JT, you didn't like Webb's move on Moose Camp.
1: Well, it's not that I didn't like it, because it's really not on, on me, Um I'm really just a fan, as we are all. You know, we are very fortunate to have uh, outlets to share our opinions, and obviously we have real jobs and all that. But, uh, yeah, I don't really care. But I, I don't think it was maybe the most prudent move. Uh, last night, it was definitely the right move to make. Uh, he, he got the victory, in my opinion, he won the overall because he was so aggressive in that specific race. Because I think, again, I think Marv was a little better than him overall on the night marv just uh he wasn't making it happen on the start and cooper was a little better here and there and then he was more aggressive um you know in that in that one moment i think that was the difference but when you look at the last four races left uh to me he has a bit of a bullseye on his back now with marvin um you know i think he he said all the right things in the uh Post-race interviews about he let his emotions get away from him, and uh, he needs to do a better job with that. And, and I, I believe that his trainer, that both their trainer, Alden Baker, will try to do a a masterful job of, of calming the situation. I think Roger DeCosta will try to do the same. But I'll be honest, if I'm if I'm scan, I kind of don't care what either of them say. Uh, I think Cooper kind of made his his feelings known, and his. His, um the way he's going to go about this? He made that very clear. And if I'm Marvin, I I would uh, have basically zero mercy uh, moving forward the rest of the series. So, well, right or wrong, I, I just know how I my brain works in in the heat of battle. And if I'm Marvin and I get the opportunity, uh, I would probably give it back in a lot more. Okay, so we'll, but why I mean, would we'll just have to see, but. why
2: would you give it back a lot more? I get some bar banging. I get that. What Webb did is perfectly fine. It's in the racing realm of things it is not Marv on Tomac last year it is not Bowers on Barsha earlier it is none of that it is simply you know pushing a guy out and making some room and teammate or not championships on the line if Marv goes any further than than what Webb did then I, I don't agree I mean I think Webb can Marvin can take the gloves off and do exactly what Coop did but that's it to me. He can't, he can't get revenge for, for a race move. Uh, I'd have no problem with that move if I was anybody. I know Webb, Webb was almost over the top, JT, I thought, in, in his apology. Like, dude, that's a racing he him, move. He hit him
1: twice in two corners in a row. Yeah, okay. But, off, tried to knock him off the track twice. So you can say what you want. It's very easy to try to make amends afterwards, but his intentions were very clear.
2: Trying to so knock him off the track. You, you think he was trying to knock him off the track?
1: Pretty much. I mean, you hit it, You hit somebody in the apex of a corner going before the finish line and then, you know, forced it in pretty good right after. Like, after the first time, it's like, oh, crap, I just hit my teammate. Maybe you uh, rethink your, your uh, approach here, but, I mean, 50 yards later, he did it again. Um, to me, it's a pretty clear line that, like, hey, it's, it's on. And that's fine. I, I have no problem with that. But at the same time, if you're Marvin, you have to sit back and say, okay, well, if he is willing to be aggressive, that aggressive with his teammate and training partner, and you know it's, everything's on the line with this, then you have every right to do it back is all I'm saying. And I, I would absolutely take advantage of that opportunity. I just think that Cooper is in the vulnerable spot. He's the one that has a 17-point lead. Marvin really has nothing to lose at this point. And I never want to be the person – Trying to dodge someone with nothing to lose. So, to me, I think Cooper could have not not caused Marvin to want to pay him back. Is all I'm saying. I, I just don't think there's a lot of upside to having any sort of bullseye or any sort of kind of you know air quotes around "I owe you one" type situation, especially when that guy knows if you know if, if he does knock you down, it maybe it changes the whole point situation. So. I don't know. It wasn't the dirtiest move I've ever seen. I'm not saying that at all. I just... I'm just, i just saying I don't think he was well-served to well, uh, motiv- motivate your biggest rival to pay you back.
2: That's all. Weege?
1: Man, there's a lot to
0: unpack here. Uh, I think part of the uh, apology from uh, Webb is not just to avoid Marvin staying mad and trying to get him back. I think, in general, KTM has tried to tell Webb, don't ride like that anymore. And the one point he made was he's like, I shouldn't have done that. My emotions got the best of me because Ken Rockson smoked us in that race. So I think the team is partially like, look, whether it's your teammate or not, that's not the difference. The problem is when you race like that, it's never going to go well. Do not. There is never going to be a positive, don't do it. So I think the talking to that he got after that was more, you see what you guys did? You were so jacking with him, trying to just, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he was, I don't know if the intent was, I am going to knock him off the track, but I'm with JT. He was trying to do something. He was well, it's, not super to cross.
2: it's super cross racing.
0: Dude, it was not like that. There were four to any time he had a chance to go to the inside. It was like, I'm just going to hit him. And whatever happens, happens. He was not just trying to pass him. It was like 30% more aggressive than that.
2: I put this so far off of the other stuff that we've seen over the years.
0: No, no, no. I agree. It wasn't as aggressive as Marvin on Eli. But this was not, I just want to pass the dude. It was, I'm pissed, and I'm going to do something. And if he ends up off the track or on the ground, we'll see. I'm not going to go 100% kill mode, but I am going to, as they would say, rattle his cage. And if he goes down or goes up, if he... If he dies. He dies. Just didn't care. Like, and dude, it was two corners before that. But there were also three other times before that. I think it was five times he took a shot at him.
2: Well, like it, it is yeah. Supercross racing. It, there is. It is tight. It is. That's how, you know. You, you see passes made Steve, like that Steve, a
1: lot. Are you? But not five in two laps. Five supercross? attempts. What's that, Steve? Are you trying to say that this is Supercross?
2: This hey. is okay. Supercross. Okay. Making sure. I just, yep, I'm just uh, I'm all right
0: with it. I, I think it's fine, and I, I wish we saw action like that more often.
2: Let's put the super I'm not back. I'm
0: offended by it, but it was definitely not normal.
2: Let's put the super back in supercross. Right?
0: Yeah, it would, but this is not normal. We don't see dudes trying to pass each other like this unless there's emotion involved. This is not just, I'm in third, I want to be in second, got to get around this guy. It's, I'm pissed, and I'm going to start making shit happen. But here's the problem for all these guys. Cooper Webb is really good at this. He's really good at riding with anger. He's really good at getting revenge on people. And I don't think most of the guys, maybe Anderson, Justin Barsha, I don't think most of them are good at playing those games.
2: Well, Marv's, so, Marv's one attempt was god-awful.
0: It, it, <laughs> dude, exactly. I don't think they even like it. I don't think right. I don't think they're comfortable doing that. Maybe they could. I mean, we've seen Eli Tomac doesn't like doing it, but if he has to, he knows how to take people out. Most at JT, I think you always say, pretty much everyone does. But I don't think anyone's comfortable with that type of racing except Webb, again, Anderson and Barsha, and he's not dealing with those two. So to me, it's like if you're going to start playing these games, he's going to win every time. So if you're Marv, I don't know. I don't know what you do.
2: Well, I fully uh, comply with you guys on saying that Marv owes him one and, and the gloves are off as far as, oh, hey, we can we can slam a bit but anything anything yeah. dirty anything anything out of a, a Marvin on Eli move or anything on a freeze on Pike or or any of those type of moves Bowers on Barsha uh, uh, uh that's not cool that's that, that you can't but just be like oh gloves are off gloves like, are off
1: like there's such there's such a fine line of what you're saying is okay and what you're saying is not okay because the only real difference is if they crash or not
2: no no not true i mean Marv did crash in the sand
1: i know well the first time he he was very lucky to not crash in the corner before the finish line. And the other shots he just met, you know, were just missed.
2: Yeah, but I mean, then, look. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: There was intent beyond passing. And like I said, I don't think he was like, I'm definitely going to knock him down or hurt him or get him off the track, but I'm going to uh, be extra aggressive and let's just see what happens.
2: Well, that's fine. That's super cost to me. That's, that's how you do. That's you think, what you, you do. Think you,
1: but you think that's kosher and, and the correct and smartest move when you're dealing with your teammates, and your training partner, in that situation, well, when you have the lead, I league. mean, that's what you think. That's what you think the best approach is, and no big deal, the, no problem. Is it that's the
2: best approach? Do. No, that's not the best approach. But he felt like Marva's holding him up. He was going faster. He's trying to get around the guy. Kenny's sprinting away. Mm-hmm. He's a championship on the line here. Um, yeah.
1: Are, are you really that worried about Kenny? I, I'm. I mean, in a triple crown event, you're in third.
2: I think these guys are racers, you're, JT, for reasons. You know.
1: I I'm fairly fairly familiar with that yeah. concept.
2: Okay, well, so you're but familiar with these guys same wanting time, to do it. right?
1: You got it. Uh, I don't know. I there's clearly no going to be no convincing you. Well, I don't I just think I don't a, think it was the smartest move to be making and if you do, great. Then there why would Cooper ever be apologizing?
2: I just like I said, it's it's racing to me and he wanted to get by him and but now yep, Marv now Marv kind of knows look in a normal Supercross, passing, I can, this is now fair and, and fine and everything else. But like we said, Marv probably doesn't know what to do with that. But, yeah, I mean, look, yeah, I, I just, you
0: Wait, know. do you think the entire, and again, I thought it was, I'm not mad about it, I thought it was fine. Okay, well, that's,
2: a, that's all, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad so, about but, it either.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying, like, I wish Cooper hadn't done that, this was garbage, they shouldn't race that way. No, but what I am saying is, Steve, do you really think that that was literally just. I'm in third. He's in second. I just want the position real bad. That was it. There was nothing else.
2: Well, what else is there? What do you mean? How many times? Where did you? See he was freaking angry. He was angry. Was That's him. why he said
0: the emotions got the best of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvin but, came in but, on him in yeah. like the second turn, which was a nothing move, but it lit the fire. And then he was pissed off, and he's like, "You ran it in on me. Yeah. I'm gonna effing get you." It's totally what it was. It had yeah, nothing to do with the we position see that, or trying to catch rocks. And he was s-
2: pissed at Marvin. We see this in Supercross a lot. If you change the colors of the bikes, what happens then? Nothing. Everyone just goes, "Oh wow, okay, wow, yeah. jeez, you know, wow." Um, but nothing happens. Nothing. Not, okay, let me ask you this: um, Ferrandis on blows. Where are you guys at on that?
1: Oh, dude, he F'd blows. Uh, yep. To me, yeah. the biggest factor of this, which I'm trying to address, is that their teammates and training partners. I don't, and I, and and the one person you don't want. To have a reason to go after you now. I, I just don't think it's Yeah. You have one person you have one person in the whole series right now, in my opinion, left that has a chance. And he's seventeen points down. Now, you also have that one person with the biggest motivation to see you have a core race really pissed off at you and really motivated to probably take out some sort of revenge, well, right or wrong, as long as it's it, yeah. or anything.
2: As long as it's not Marv on Tomac, I'm good with all of it. Or freeze on Pike. I don't or all those think he cares
1: places. if you're good with it, though. I okay. really don't. But,
2: but now that, that doesn't justify Marv doing that. Marv can't do that and go what? But, but, but
1: what thing is? But what I'm saying is, it only matters what Marvin thinks because you're not going to be able to pause it, Norris Cooper, and say pause, pause, pause. You're going over the line. Like but you that, can't hit me.
2: This that's fine. Th- th- yes, but do you, if Marv does any of those moves, they're over the line. And I will be like, that's dumb. That's stupid. What are you doing, Marvin? You can't do that. I am not saying, I don't think what cares. are you doing, Cooper? Stop There's at a what do you. Championship in the balance. Well, okay, though. that's fine. I And I get it. And so, like, yeah. All I'm b- saying is for Cooper,
1: I don't think it was the most prudent move okay. to incentivize this guy to want to take revenge on you. Um, that's, that's my biggest point. That's all I'm saying.
2: It sounded earlier like you were saying Marv now has permission to blast Cooper off the track, and it's fine.
1: And I, I, you, I mean, everybody has permission when you line up. I mean well, That's, that's, whatever. that's
2: yeah. the, the risk That's not going to happen. That, that, I don't think that's going to happen.
1: Okay, right. and that's, Nobody knows that but Marvin and Cooper. Right. Right. So, so I don't
2: right think right. that's going to happen. But now, absolutely, if they bar bang a little bit in a corner or any of that, right, it's fine. Absolutely. And that's fine. I can
1: tell you, I can tell you my first, me as a racer, you know, I was never in a championship battle. I get it. Whatever. You know, everybody that wants to jump in, but you were never there. Okay, great. I got it. But put me in that scenario where there is that much at stake. And now I'm pissed. And you ramp up the adrenaline next weekend or the weekend after or whatever. I, man, I, I think I would hit him pretty hard. Okay. All right. Maybe, maybe it happens. Maybe it won't. Right. But, if you don't think that Marvin was mad, I don't know what to tell you.
2: I didn't say that. Um, I just, yeah, I mean, great. Bar banging is fine. Uh, slamming into a dude in the, in the apex of a turn is fine. Uh, make, making your elbows up and pushing a guy out of the way, it's all normal supercross moves to me. Now, Marv happened to go down because of one of them, and now it's on and I get it, and Marv can do the exact same stuff back to Coop. We'll see what happens. Just don't take it any further to those passes that I've referenced four times already. That's all. But we're all winners for it.
1: What I keep coming back to is it's such a fine line between those two. Like You're talking tens of a percent of Uh where he hits them, and and some of it you can't control. These guys are
2: smarter than that, though. They're smarter, in my opinion.
1: But you can't always control that if Marvin turned down Sooner in the corner where Cooper hit him before the finish, they hit much harder. Like you there yeah. there are only so many things that you can control. And that happens when you go in to make contact. that
2: happens inadvertently a lot in Supercross. A guy turns down early yeah. and slams into Roxon Roxin um who? Anderson. Roxanne Anderson. Yeah.
1: No, uh, Dino. Dino. Dino Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah Roxanne. So, Austin- so
2: that right there is an incidental contact move in Supercause to me, ten times out of ten. And so if but that when, happens, when it-
1: well, what if that happens? Are you going to jump all over Marvin because no, he no, I just contact
2: no because I I just explained my whole thing. I, that's fine. It, it, it's the t boning or the going for the exit of the corner with your front tire or any of those passes I've referenced five times that I have an issue with that are dirty riding. So I mean, I, I, yes, this is this is uh, this is now permission for Marv to try to ride aggressively, but do you think Weege? Do you think that someone says pulls them both aside and says, hey, that's it, no more from anybody?
0: Uh, yeah, I think they do, and that kind of sucks for Marvin. Right, it does suck like, for yeah, that, that was, right his, Because, <laughs> yes, it might be bad for Webb's future, potentially, but we only know this much information right now, which is Marvin's on a win streak, and now that's over, Webb's got another victory, and he gained three points on him, which is super critical at this point, and... That was all because of the move. Because, again, speed-wise, race-wise, they're equal. If not, Marvin's maybe better. But, like I said, when you start playing those games, for the most part, Webb's going to win against most of these guys. So, to me, Webb, just because of this, single-handedly got himself a six-point edge on Marvin. Marvin could have gained three. Instead, he gained three because of this. So, as of right now, I mean, Webb might regret it. I think he got yelled at. I think the team's not pumped on it. I think he sees why he shouldn't have done it. But to me, it actually worked out awesome for him. He won the race. Yeah. Seriously because of those moves. He did.
2: <laughs> Marv had a I'm rough day. Marv that? Marv went down in the sand. Sorry, just, Marv went down in the uh, in the on the concrete. He went down in the sand. He went down somewhere else. Um Do you
0: think it's a coincidence? I don't think it's a coincidence. Well, f- I think most dudes, when they are angry and distracted, and they, they ride worse. That's why everybody talks about. I just want to have fun. I just got to relax. Wow. I just got to do it like I do the he, test track.
2: He took off with the last main event. You think he'd still be full of emotions after his his eventful first two mains? You know, third one, he just see ya. I'm gone. You know. I think it really. Does how did he, on How on did
0: the, you do I after rode, the incident I, and then the next race? It was disaster.
1: I rode, I rode way better when I was angry than I did if I was calm. Way better. So I, I think that's a. That's a uniquely personal uh, trait. Um, yeah, I think some guys do, and, and Webb certainly
0: does. I mean, dude, he was going faster than Marvin at that point. I think that was the only point that he might have been going faster than Marvin the entire night because he was freaking pissed off. But I think a lot of riders don't wow. work that way, and I'm not sure Marvin's one of them. So, we, again, I feel like if you get to playing those games, chances are it's going to benefit Webb more than just, anyone else.
2: I just, when you say playing those games, to me, That's racing. That's racing. Racing supercross. Like, he's
0: saying, does Marvin feel that way?
2: No, probably not, but so do the same. Do the same. Just don't don't go more.
0: So we had two pissed off dudes. Webb is pissed at Marvin, he's going after him, mm-hmm. and Marvin was pissed at yeah, Webb for going after him. Neither one is saying, ah, it's just supercross, bro.
2: <laughs> Listen, I will not not in I don't want to be one of those old-timers, but ask Bradshaw and Stanton and Chicken and all these other guys I talk to. Oh,
0: God. No,
2: no, no, but they they go, huh, yeah, uh, that's racing, and we've lost that. I'll take
0: the two guys that actually did it both being pissed as my proof that they were pissed.
2: No, but what I'm saying is many, many racers over many, many racers uh, or many, many races are like, yeah, that's the game. That's Supercross, and not knocking down, but aggressively passing a dude is Supercross, and I get it. They're pissed,
1: but... you think Bradshaw would just be like, eh, I probably, I can probably rub him a little bit, but I can't, I can't go over a line
2: here. We'll see what Marv does. Yeah. I, I just, I hope he doesn't. Yeah. Um, Webb rode well. Webb rode really well uh, all night. Um, and Marv, yeah, Marv rode great as well. Um, what was going on with Tomac? What, oh my gosh! What is going we on arrived. with that? What, what is? What happened in that first main? What? What did he do? What? What? Why did he back off? Why did he go super slow? <laughs> pop Pop-Mix fantasy. Someone from Paul fantasy said that perhaps Eli had Marv as an all-star pick. I don't know. That was very. I mean, that just adds to it, huh, each. This adds to everything. It just
0: Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, right. I feel like we've seen it all at this point. <laughs> like the, We've seen the most highs of highs and the lows of lows, which just adds up. You wouldn't think there's anything left at this point. But he gave him the position. They, there's mean, no way he didn't know he was the I, hair. I,
2: why did he? No way. He didn't, why would he give him a position? <laughs> I mean, I don't, it doesn't make any sense.
0: Was he so tired or like arm pumped that he's like, I just can't get on the gas (laughs) and jump this routine. I can't. (laughs) I I cannot. I I mean, I felt that feeling today, but I don't think Tomac in a 12 minute race or whatever gets to that point.
2: The, uh, what was the line from Lebowski, JT? Uh, uh, The ship has crashed into the mountain. (laughs) <laughs> the plane is crashing the mountain. <laughs> the, the, the plane is crashed into the mountain. That's what this is at this point right now. That's what we're at. <laughs> it's it's bizarre. Oh, it's bizarre. And
0: let's and not let's not forget that to do this, Marvin caught him, passed him, passed
2: him, crashed, passed him back, got him, and they got him back. Yep. yep.
0: Like I would think all of us would agree that Marvin just straight up being faster than Eli doesn't happen very often. But to be at this point where he's almost like but. Just toying with him, like, oh, if I
1: crash, I'll just get you back.
2: JT, remember, Tomac was charging. He was on it. He was putting some good laps together.
1: Well, and then he comes out on the last one, and that's great. Okay, yeah, Marvin beat yeah. him. Yeah. But he looks, yep. he looks solid, really aggressive. You know, if he whole shots, he probably wins, or maybe at least goes with Marvin. I mean, there is no rhyme or reason explanation. There is no understanding. And I'll go back to this, and, and Steve, I know we've argued about this, shocker, shocking as that may be. There is no way to predict what he's going to do, how he's going to ride, which one's going to show up, what's going on mentally, what's going on physically. Nothing makes sense. Nothing. I, I've, I, I've reached a point where I give up on trying to understand it, whether it's outdoors, whether it's indoors, whether it's the title on the line, whether he's 20 points out of the title. Well, Nothing makes sense he, anymore.
2: I feel like before, the last two years, it's been 80% incredible rides and 20% Head scratchers, and we are at fifty okay, fifty right now. That, I would say 90-10. Okay, ninety ten. And we are at yeah. we are at 50-50 Now, this season, yes. Yes, yes. In, in twenty nineteen, it is fifty fifty. And I would say
1: maybe even maybe even a higher percentage of head
2: scratching. Can to be you honest. can you tell me what happened up to finish? No,
1: no. I can't tell you what happened. Anytime that we haven't been able to tell you what happened, <laughs> I can't. I give up. Okay. I, I I don't know. Until his expose book comes out in 10 years, where or he does this interview where he finally just has a breakdown and tells all, well, I give up. We because each, it does not make sense.
2: We each had his theory a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago.
1: Oh, I, I'm yeah, just
0: I mean, saying, the only reason I have these theories is because I'm like, at this point, all, all theories must be explored. I think there's just so much respect for Eli Tomac that it's just like, no, let's not go there. I mean, look. There's been many other writers that have just been – James Stewart, perfect example. How many words of ink and and podcast time have just been discussed about what's up with this or what's up with that? I feel like, Eli, for the most part, everybody kind of backs off. But at this point, it's like – I had more – I was shocked that I saw more chatter on my Twitter about Tomac's performance than the Cooper Marvin. I could not believe that. Like, here's Baker's program. Oh, is it going to implode? This is a topic everybody loves. No, man, the confusion of Tomac is just, it's just confounded people. Um, And by the way, I agree the percentage is worse this year, but also even in his bad performances, maybe it would be like he doesn't get a good start and he doesn't move up a lot. But being just caught past and dropped, I don't feel like that was necessarily part of the deal very often. Crashes or things like that, but
2: caught past, dropped? Oh, before this year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: like, not only is the percentage of good to bad worse, but yeah. what the worst is to me is different.
2: I... I have a
1: story to share before we get off come mm. so. Okay. All right. So, I spent a lot of time over the last five days with Damon Bradshaw working together um, at the event. Um, he was, you know, basically went to eat our meals together, and it was awesome, right? Damon Bradshaw was great. So, oh, we were talking so this gentlemen. morning very early. Yeah, you should be, Joe. Very early flight. Uh, we're riding the airport. We grab coffee, and it's a 40-minute drive or whatever to uh, the airport. So we're drinking coffee and just chatting or whatever. And uh, this subject of UI Tomac comes up. And I kind of shared uh, the theory that Weege and I both have about, you know, he, him kind of freaking out when someone proves to be faster than him or passes him. And, you know, he was like, oh, you know, maybe that. Kind of makes sense. And, and he shared, he didn't really have a, an opinion on whether or not that was happening for Eli, but he said, you know, I'll tell you what happened with me in my own personal experiences. You know, Damon growing up was always the fastest. He was, he won as an amateur. He was the next big thing. He always won. And he said, you know, even when I had bad days, if I really just got pissed off and motivated, I could always catch the guy in front of me. Like maybe I didn't win, but I would, I would be able to go faster than him, whoever it was. Like that really just wasn't an issue where I was like, man, I don't know how that guy's going faster than me. And then he said, I finally got into pros and I was winning. And then I moved up to the big bikes. And until I started running into some of the best guys ever, I never had a situation where no matter what I tried, I couldn't catch him. And he said, he said he had a really hard time mentally dealing with that because he, it had never happened to him before. He never faced that his whole career, amateur, pro, whatever, to where no matter what he did on that given day or even that stretch, months or whatever, he just couldn't go as fast as the people around him. Couldn't do it, no matter what. And he said it was a kind of a, a mind death for him for a while is being able to accept that and work through it and be like, yeah, well, you know, i got to figure things out and make it work harder or get the bike better or whatever to then raise my game and be better. But he said for a while it really messed with him. Like he's like, man, what is wrong? He he always was like, what is wrong with me? Because I should be better than everybody. I've always been better than everybody. How are they better than me? And he said it took him a long time to be able to work past that. So I don't know if that's going on. What's going on with you? we have proposed that as a theory. Uh, but he said he dealt with that very exact uh, issue when he was racing. I
2: uh and staying on the Bradshaw topic. I texted this in our in our group text. Maybe this is Bradshaw 93, Weej.
0: Well, yeah, I know, and that's the burnout part. And I thought JT was going there, but JT had another theory. Look, I think all three of us, I was saying maybe it's weird that he's had the same program with his dad, his parents the whole time, maybe he just needs to change it up. And maybe that's weird, and that's why we're getting weird results. JT's theory that he just said, your theory that it's Bradshaw 93 burned out, I don't think any of us are putting our hand in the Bible and saying this is it. My point is, this is so weird, at this point it's time to start being like, Let's try to – let's come up with some theories of what is going on. So I don't know if any of us are right or wrong, but all discussion is on the table. This is too weird, too crazy. I think before we were always like, ah, don't say too much because he's going to figure it out. He's going to figure it out. But, dude, it's not getting figured out. So, yeah, maybe you're right, Steve. Maybe you're right, JT. Maybe I'm right. Maybe there's some other theory. Or maybe there's nothing. It's all on the table at this point to try to figure out what what is it. I can't
2: i can't I've never seen it. I can't go with – the one theory I cannot go with is that yeah. he's as fast as is always and other people have raised the game. I cannot go with that theory.
0: No. Uh, I never buy into that type no, of thing.
2: No, no. He's balls out amazing certain days, mm-hmm. and we've seen it this year also. Yep. Um, Detroit, yep. you know, just a few weeks ago or a month ago or whatever. But I just yeah. that's the one theory I'm not going to go with. He's still amazing. Uh, it just – he can't harness it. He can't. Did you guys? And,
1: and we, I know this was a tough ask for you because you weren't there. But Steve, I, I'm assuming you saw how how damn fast he was in time qualifying. Yes, all day all day long. Yep. I mean,
2: it was. Yeah, he looked good.
1: We were texting, and I and I even texted. You know, fast Eli showed up to Houston because it was unreal how good he was in practice. And maybe the stopwatch wasn't a lot better, but he was visually faster than anybody else on the track many times out there. To the point where I was like. I even was like mouth open a few times, just, you know, amazed at how fast he was going. So just to, just to follow up your point about the fact that he, it's not that everybody else is just better now. Like that guy, when he's feeling it, when things are clicking is still as good as anybody can ever be at a super cross track. In my opinion, there's just something else going on and Mm. and we're all trying to figure out what that is, but there's something.
2: Yeah. No mystery continues. Uh, Kenny won a, um, a, a, the first main, the first gangbang. It was fantastic. He rode great. Hard crash in the second one. Um, pulled off, was in pain, got checked out, seemed out okay. And then uh, th- third one, didn't have a great starting spot and kind of rode around. But it was, it was vintage Roxen for that first one, man. Uh, he was great, and it was cool to see. And then, of course, he eats crap in the second one. And, you know, has to be going, why me, why now?
0: Yeah, dude, like, I don't understand. Like, what is he – what is the karma here? I, just like we keep thinking we've seen all the weird things that Tomek could do and they keep finding new ones. Like, Kenny, you think every way he could have a victory almost and then not get it has already happened. And then we got, like, several more this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't understand, yeah. like, straight karma at this point. And you can't – everybody likes to always say, like, mental, 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 mental. 1st turn crash is not mental. No. Like, no. mentally, he's fine. He won the first race. No problem. He didn't freak out. He yep. got the whole shot. He knew exactly what to do with it. Just crazy racing incident. Nothing he can do. And by the way, I give him credit. I mean, I guess he still thinks he's close enough in points where he's got to game it up and, and, and ride that third race. That's yep. cool that he did. He probably didn't even have to. Maybe he thinks he does. But
2: uh, that uh,
1: was impressive, I think. He,
2: yeah, I agree. But that's, I'm not a surprise. Kenny, Kenny's got a lot of heart, you know? He's got, yeah. yeah he's yep. got, he's, I guess his tests all came back okay. Talking to somebody huh. close to him, it all came back okay. Just, he had a flu. He exerted himself hard for a few weeks, just, you know, the grind of everything. And, and he did less in Seattle, before Seattle. <laughs> and, um, and it worked. And, um, oh. yeah, so just one of those deals. Cause we hadn't seen the same Kenny for a while. Um, uh,
0: well, I'm just pumped because regardless of how Supercross turns out, like if he really had something bad, you're probably going to lose him for the Nationals and yep. whoever Supercross ends. If yep. all four of these guys, Marvin, Eli, Kenny, wow. and I, Cooper, are not injured by then, it's going to be awesome again. So you don't want to lose them.
2: There's JT, there's Wee just pounding the drum of the Outdoor Nationals.
0: Oh, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross.
2: Yep, yep. The real series. I think it's now. The real series starts in May.
1: Yeah, yep. Well, I have a question. I now. I have a question concerning that. Who's the favorite for outdoors now? Eli. Oh. Still,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. You Say that with no reservation. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. Okay, I just like a moth to a flame. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep.
1: I can't, I can't go against you. Like, I'm not like you're crazy or anything, but I can't. As soon as the question's posed, say Eli, you know, like you did, with zero doubt, or you know, like you, you're coming like it's it's a no brainer, and I, I'm not there. I don't. I'm not going to say it wouldn't be my final answer, but it's yep. going to. It would take some thinking. I'm just – I've lost a lot of confidence in what I've seen him be able to do over, you know, 12 or 17 rounds, whatever the series is. Yep, yep. Hey, JT,
0: I'm going to throw one more thing out here. Let me ask you this. I feel like guys like – the guys that were around in the two-stroke era and now guys like Chad and even James said it when he was around, maybe we'll talk about him in a little bit, have said, like, you can change more things in the 4 stroke, you can do more things set up, there it is, Steve, than it used to be. There's more results based on getting the setup right and wrong. Is there a chance that we're digging so deep into guys week in and week out and they're actually hearing this stuff and they're like, you effing guys. It's just a setup, bro. And I know you hate that, Steve. But is there a chance that these results and these weird things that happen at the races are more uh, dependent on setup than it was throughout the first, like, 30 years of history that we're usually referencing, assuming it's all the same, but it's actually not? Is there a chance that it's, it's things
1: like that? Is there more to change with the bike? Yes. Does that in any way make me think it has anything to do with Tomac? No. (laughs) Solid answer. I'll give you that.
2: Uh, (laughs) We had Williamson on the Pulp Show last week, and obviously I don't think things are smooth there, but he couldn't say enough about the bike. Yeah. Broadly telling me and the listeners, I believe, that the bike is fine. The bike and is I, great. And I
1: think that's been backed up by everybody that's tested it, yeah. you know, shootouts, and yeah. everybody that's ridden it that I know of had great things to say about it, so yeah. I I think yeah. that's... And Eli's had some good races on, on it.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's gone balls yep. out on it, for sure. Yeah. Um, Dean Wilson, third place, good job for Dino, good all day long for, uh, for Dino, um, you know, maybe a little tired late in the race, but... Uh, he'll take his first podium of the year, and uh, great job for Dean. He's kind he of coming
0: starts. on a little bit, isn't
2: he? He is. Yeah, won a heat race, qualified fastest. Yeah. Now he's on the podium uh, as the season winds down. Yeah, he's getting a little better. So good job for Dino. Yep. It's good to see. Um, yep. Sealy fifth overall. Sealy gets his first fifth, uh, top five of the season. Comes in the triple crown. Uh, rode well. Rode the whoops good again. Like we saw, we talked, we talked about it in Seattle and. He was good in them again. Um he crashed late in the last lap of the last one. Got past, uh finished 11th. So it wasn't a great third one for him, but other than that he rode really well. So good to see that. Um Osborne 6th. Last one was good for Zacco. Yep. Last one was really good. He he started in third he almost, gear. You uh, don't want he don't he doesn't want to tell anybody that, but he started in third gear in that last one.
1: He he uh he almost got Webb in that last one. I, I think I think if he wanted to press the issue and really involve himself in a series he wasn't involved in, he maybe could have got around Webb in that last one.
2: Uh, Savacci was sick all week and showed crashes and kind of faded. Blake Baggett, JT, didn't have a great night.
1: No, he didn't, and it wasn't... I, they were all talking after the race, and I was busy, but... Uh, I couldn't really see anything to just put my finger on. Um, you know, the, I think the biggest the biggest factor in all of it was he just didn't get the starts he he was looking for. Uh, mm-hmm. That's been that's been the catalyst for him. When he gets the start, he can ride with pretty much anybody. But he's been having a hard time really moving forward if he doesn't get the start. And that kind of played out all night. He wasn't terrible. He was just kind of hanging around back there. And I think he ended up maybe eighth overall or something like that.
2: Uh, Bogle beat him. Bogle,
1: Beech- yeah. Bogle seventy. Yeah. Bogle team. grabbed a, a great start in the last one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, came from the outside. Like mm-hmm. I was telling him after the race, I'm like, dude, that is like a boomer bust thing. Like you were sending it because we saw a lot of crashes in that first turn, and and Bogle cl- came out so nice work. Um, it's been a while for Bogle since San Diego. The mutter, probably right. Since he's been in top ten. Yeah, he's
1: yeah. been getting a little better lately. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he was 11th last week. But yeah, I mean, 7th is, is a whole world ahead of back, where he's been.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Monster Energy Yamaha, not a good night, Weech. Not oh. a good night. Barsha uh-huh. went down in the whoops, pretty good. R- looked like he rang his bell. Uh, didn't miss the flash two. Grant pulled off in the second one, I think. Yes. Yep. 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 So.
1: Yeah. 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 So. Yeah,
0: it's weird that Barsha uh, had the one good race. When he came back, it was one of his – probably his best race, except the opener, obviously, when he won, was the first race he came back. And then last week was just a mess, and this week was even worse. And, uh, I mean, for J.G., uh, it's like it's whatever. I mean, the dude really wasn't riding or preparing at all and got thrown on a factory bike. And because he's Josh Grant and because he's on a good bike, you know, he should make mains, probably could have, should have, in Seattle. But having rough nights, I mean, it's going to be tough not to – in the situation he's in. But Barsha, man, it's crazy to just – it's crazy to think that he won the opener. I mean, that now feels like it was 18 years ago.
2: Yeah, 51 years ago.
0: It was 51 years oh. ago
2: when he won the
1: Brains opener. Brains out yeah. in those whoops. Yeah. Big, big, big crash.
2: Yep. And Kenny almost had one in the first main. Oh, my God, that was that was gnarly.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that. Did it come off? Is that it was? I
2: don't know.
1: I don't know. Or just sideways?
2: Um. Man yeah the, the whoops
1: you know, what was interesting in those whoops, sorry, um, just speaking of those whoops, what was interesting is that Webb was really good on them that was that was not something I was expecting, but it made a huge difference in his ability to either move forward or hold people at bay because Dean Wilson was trying to pass him there many times. Uh, Osborne tried to make a move there a few times, you know coming out of the corner before it, but Webb was rock solid through those things which has has kind of been a hit and miss for him this season. It's really been, especially in time qualifying, even this weekend, he had a big crash in those exact whoops. But uh, in in the races, he was great and them, which was surprising. Uh,
2: sand section worked this weekend. I liked it. It was good. Um, whoops were good again. Whoops, both sections of whoops were were pretty tough, and, yeah, it's good to see. The track overall was, was pretty good. I was surprised, JT, that um, on the table-to-table and the rhythm after the whoops – that they put a lip on the second table there. I don't know if they've seen guys go all the way over that. You know, but kind of tall. I miss track well, walk, so. It,
1: yeah, it was a rhythm. So, you know, it, it allowed you to then go over or then step on, step off. I actually thought it was pretty cool because, believe it or not, in time qualifying, both Dean and Blake, their best laps were put in by coming out of the corner and going two. To, yeah. step on, Yep. Step off, step off, so, and but then really, nobody did it in the race. It seemed faster in the race to trip out of the
2: corner. no, quite a, quite a but, few guys did it in the race, and it worked, and it looked faster, and then I kept saying, after the first main, I'm like, well, they'll all go back and watch tape, and then nobody really did it, so was it not quicker
1: I, I don't know, I, I can tell you what was definitely faster was to step across the last gap instead of jumping to the downside of the tabletop and doubling.
2: And doubling, yeah. It
1: was definitely faster to step across. And and not everybody was doing it. And I couldn't really figure out I don't know if it was tougher or what, but yeah. you know, Marvin was doing it. Webb did it a few times. Uh Blake and Dino. But not everybody was doing it. and I was surprised at that. Yep. Uh
2: I thought Grant would be better so far. Again, hasn't ridden much, but hasn't been great for for JG's return. Give him, it's only been two races though, so. Um what else? Uh and I think that had a good good uh, night. Seven News fifteenth. Yeah. Good yeah. job for a- that.
0: Yep. Hep Team usually battling each other.
2: Yes, of course. Right, as always. Yeah. Uh, ben yep. LeMays on the Moto Concepts. He had a good night. Uh, Justin Hill uh, crashing the first one was dead last at one point, I believe, or, or close to it. So, um, yeah, more more questions with Hill, I guess.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, whether guys are hurt or in or out of the series, he ends up around. Yeah. 11th or
2: 12th, Unless he no got Unless he got taken out by an out-of-control Alex Ray in the first main. <laughs> it was not A-Ray's fault, but these things happened with him. So uh, Mike missed the last two mains, but he should be fun. Um, Charles LaFrancois, JT from France, um, yep. was there in a van on a Suzuki. And, of course, you knew that Dan Truman picked him. Uh, For fantasy, because he went over and checked on them. They gave him some parts. He gave him some Chad Reed goggles. He only had one pair of goggles, I guess. And Dan was like, no, no, it's Triple Crown. you got to prep all these goggles beforehand. And he said he didn't have any goggles. So Dan went and got Chad's goggles. (laughs) It's just ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Yes, this has been going on for uh, over a decade. Yes. This is how Dan rolls.
2: Yep, yep.
1: Uh, Random text to people. Um, Yeah, yeah. You text to you, a Ray. I believe in you.
2: Yep, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's hilarious. I'm like Dan. What are you doing? He's like, I I picked that guy. I'm like, what's the deal? I don't know. I picked him, so I'm helping him. He's probably had. He probably took some parts out of the JGR truck. Maybe a motor. Threw a motor in there. Something. Oh man. Um. All right. Uh, Bowers had a good night. Twelve. I guess a lot of these results though are, are when you look at Chad and Brayton being gone. You're like, okay, well. The guys that we talked about, not to shit on them, but the guys we talked about are all moving up too, right? So, um, are right, anything else in four hundred and fifty wise? No, I, uh,
1: think I don't we're, think we're finally, so. we're finally seeing some of the uh, the four hundred and fifty attrition rate go up. Finally, and that's not a good thing. It's right. Just, we, I, I can't remember a season where we made it this long, but it seems like it's just inevitable. And you, you kind of were watching and you're like oh shoot there goes Kenny and then there goes Barsha yeah. you know it's just like yep. it's like, man here here we go but hopefully these guys uh, yeah. hang in there for yeah. four you, more rounds.
2: You think about Barsha and Brayton and Reed all not being on the line Plessinger all not being on the line for that last you know for any of those races yep. or for the last two I should say so um, okay uh, alright thanks to uh, Fly Racing flyracing.com please check them out on the web the official gear of Jason Wygant Today down in the GNCC, please get. The, hey,
0: they'll sponsor anybody. I'm glad they sponsored me.
2: Please get the kinetic Mesh. It, it actually pushed Weej to a twelfth today. It seemed like it did, anyway.
1: Well, Weej Weej Texas, like early last week, and says, "I'm racing this weekend. I got I got really old stuff, and, and it's gonna be awesome." And I'm like, "Come on, man! Like, just let me get you some new stuff. Like, you're gonna thank me later." I just for one, for one, Weej never understands that it's a pretty big deal. Like he, when people see him, they you know like holy cow, that's Jason Wygant, that's the voice of everything on two wheels, other than Supercross. And for two, it's great for Fly Racing to have it our stuff on him. So yeah, I was I was kind of like, come on, dude, like let's pull it together here. You don't need to wear stuff that's 15 years old.
2: Right. So
1: Fly Racing. Did you guys see that uh, text that I forwarded you from uh,
0: from the Legends of the Sport? Did you see that?
2: No. Oh, you didn't see that on the text right today? Oh, I did. Tim Ferry? Yeah, total. Yeah, yeah.
0: Classic Tim Ferry. Match.
2: Oh god, he just realized it right now too. Like it's been it's been years but he just realized it. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, you announced That's everything. Important. I just heard you announcing Flat Track. Yep. That is so Timmy.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, just clueless. Third year. Right, right.
0: Round 2 also. Not like, "Hey, I'm going to watch it starting this year." Like just so random.
2: Yep. Oh. Um so, all right. Uh thanks to Fly Racing, thanks to Maxis. Uh best wishes out to the cat who I didn't quite see what he did, but it wasn't good and he's in the hospital with like lungs and ribs or whatever. Uh and he uses Max's though. MXST tire developed by the King Jeremy McGrath. Uh thanks to those guys. Slick wash as well as slickwash.com. Use the code Steve Monster Energy Pro Circuit using Slick Wash uh, products as well. Their are three step wash process. It guarantees your bike will look great after every wash. Use the code Steve at Slickwash dot com. And also thanks to folks at Alpine Stars. Uh Tech Ten, the most advanced boot in Motocross today. Tech Seven's my boot of choice, uh, whether it's the A1, the A4 chest protector. Alpine Stars, you know the name, you know the uh, quality of the products that they push out of there, out of uh, Italy. So thanks to those companies for making it happen. And thank you, Racetech. Chris Blows, using Racetech and killing it right now with Racetech. Absolutely destroying the uh, the whoops, it seems like, and using Race Tech suspension to do that, as well as motors. Pulp nineteen is the code to save at Race Tech. So, all right, let's. We're going to talk about the stew video, and we're going to talk about two fifties uh, right now. Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas. All right, so Wege. Uh, yeah, things are a little more interesting in the uh, in the two fifties now. Um, nine, number ninety two is 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 making it so.
0: Yeah, uh, there's. We've seen this happen over and over. A guy wins his first race, and then things start rolling. And I'm sure Adam was aware of that. You know, he did start to challenge Verandes late last week. Uh, That was going to be big if Ferrandis got it, and he did. And it's just like then magically this is how things start going. And I really thought, oh, no, the the way that first one went, I mean, Ferrandis rode awesome obviously too, but Adam did win it. But it's like momentum flipped. He got that one win. And how many times have you seen Verandes ride awesome but still not win? Mm -hmm. And now – now it all starts coming together. So this is going to be good. I mean, it's not like Francis is so fast that we can start saying, all he's got to do, all he's got to uh, do is just win it. the last two, Always. which I heard several times. Um, I will guarantee you that they will not go one-two, one-two, 2 Guaranteed. Last race is it, east-west. It's not happening.
2: Um, yeah, I'll go, I'll go but, with that. Uh,
0: yeah, it's, it's a battle. It's going to be tough. It's hard to it, you flip a coin between these two. We've seen it in practice, heats, mains all year, speed-wise. Mm-hmm. Whew, they are... Darn
2: close. Well, Adam picked the same gate for the second uh, gangbang and didn't get the start. You know, almost went down, saved it, um, and then went down after that. And then the third one, he moved over again. Still didn't get the start. I didn't really notice where Ferendis was starting, um, but that—that that was kind of it. Like JT, the starts weren't there for Adam the last two, and they were for Ferendis.
1: Yeah, man, these uh, these triple crowns just don't seem to work out for Adam. I don't know what it is, uh but man, the same kind of thing where not a good start and well, and I guess the a two he did have a whole shot, and he was winning when he threw one away, but you're just watching this thing, and you're like, Come on, Adam, don't melt down here now, you know and and he did a great job in the last one. he salvaged that third place, he rode phenomenally well in that last one, but gosh if if he just holds it together. He leaves there with maybe I think he was the fastest guy. I think maybe he wins the overall, you know, and, and theoretically he could have stretched it out to to fifteen points. At worst he leaves there up nine, you know, and it's just he's he's opening the door and basically the way this thing's heading, it's gonna be anybody's title going into to Vegas if he doesn't doesn't change things up at Denver.
2: Just you just put yourself in such bad positions, right? Like you're just you're in this traffic and you're trying to you don't know what these guys are gonna do and, and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the old Adam. Right? Did you, did you did either one you feel that that it was
1: No, this whole season's been that other than a other than a well A one I'm gonna say A one and A two. A one E yeah got into a Hampshire, but A two was the was definitely the one where you're just like, Come on, Adam, like right. you're, you're better than this. Right. You're you're you have too much experience to be doing this now.
2: I didn't feel that way about this weekend. Right?
1: I didn't see it coming. Absolutely not.
2: Yeah. What about taking his arm off and like trying to push Cantrell over? <laughs> like, get away. S- <laughs> smooth move. Um so yeah, it's gonna be good coming down the wire. I- I- I'm with you, J T. If they start like just one and two or if they were the only two on the track, I think A C has Dylan covered in speed. But that doesn't mean much. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. Not what uh, it always comes, you know. Not right.
2: what it always comes
1: down to. Yep. Um, Selling Vegas tickets, though.
2: Yeah, I-, I still like Adam to win this. I think he'll hold on and do it. Five points, enough of a gap. You guys agree?
0: The five points really helps. It really helps. I know. Yes, Fernandez controls his own destiny. If he goes one one, <laughs> I know. But. Just the fact that all they've got to do is match each other, and it's a huge advantage for AC. Like, he doesn't need to gain points. I think that five is very yep. valuable. But East-West is going to make it, make it really interesting.
2: Uh, Hampshire. The only, thing I'll say, yep. sorry,
1: the only thing I'll say is that we have Denver coming up, and who the hell knows what kind of weather we're going to see in Denver.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the weatherman. The weatherman is back, everybody.
1: Yeah. I had to yeah. weigh in. <laughs>
2: Oh, boy. Weeds, you just never know about weather and the series.
0: Look, I think there's two things we can count on. It's we're going to have a mud race at uh, Denver and New Jersey, and Ferrandez will win the final two, and AC will finish second both times. Mm-hmm. Ferrandez will win. I mean, just call it now. It's done. Right. Yep. I love these predictions.
2: <laughs> uh, RJ Hampshire rides well, gets good starts for the first time in a while. said they were working on the bike. And uh, found some stuff, and, uh, and it showed, three, two, four for him in, in, the, in three races. So he, he, uh, he ended up second, first podium of the year for RJ. Colt Nichols won the last one. But again, I think that that's, he wrote great, don't get me wrong. But Dylan made mention, like, yeah, I kind of knew that I had, if I just stayed here, you know, I, I would have the, the, the overall. And that's, that's the drawback of a Triple Crown. That is. And that's going to happen from time to time. But good job for Nichols to uh to win the last one. Star Yamaha, Will Hahn guiding them to one two finishes uh in that last one. Good job, Wilbur. Uh Jimmy D. Jimmy D's good in the whoops. Jimmy D, that's two weeks in a row.
0: It's many weeks in a row, like yeah. the whoops are gnarly. Like I, I I think even back to last year, like right. he is single handedly uh turning the only tall guys can go through whoops thing around single handedly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He uh you know, I was talking to Adam about the depth of the West Class, and he was arguing with me that the, it it's not that that it's not as deep as the East. And I'm just like, are you are you drunk? Like, we're, we, you know, we lost some guys, and it's just the East is deeper. I feel, don't you guys? Uh, East is deeper. East is deeper.
1: East is hmm. deeper. I would, I think, right this second. Yeah, I don't know because we've we've had injuries, but. I mean, I think the narrative all season is that the West is much deeper.
2: But right now, yeah, with McElrath being out. Do um, you want to weigh in on that, by the way? Do
1: you want to update us on the McElrath situation?
2: I don't have anything new. No. Okay. okay. Yeah. I didn't really talk to anybody this weekend. I saw Tyler Keith, but he didn't really bring it up. So, um, McAdoo. Oh, God, McAdoo. He tries hard. God, he tries hard he and he's not scared to send it. He went down the first turn both the first one. He uh he charged hard both races. He had three or four death defying saves. Uh he had some saves in practice as well. Like McAdoo goes for it. He he is not scared. You got to like that. He's got a, you got a lot of heart. It doesn't always work out for him, but man, he's not scared uh what yep, else? I agree with all that yeah um Marchbanks had a good second one the third one he crashed and uh went off the track in the first turn I was trying to size him up for fantasy, talking to Tedesco and way and they they knew what I was doing, so they got really mad at me started talking about how fantasy's <laughs> ruining the sport they're like you're only asking because you're stupid fantasy game and I'm like what I can't ask how he is I can't ask how he's feeling i can't can't do that and then they both Tedesco and Way said they were in for Hawaii Supercars. They want in. So.
0: <laughs> racing? Yeah, racing. Okay, if that's what it takes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Everyone's on the whatever it takes to get a plane ticket.
2: Yeah, I think so. Pretty much, right?
0: right? Yeah. Uh, so, friend, you, you in on that program? Uh, I, I'm. Whatever it takes waiting. to get a plane ticket. I'm
2: waiting on. Uh, waiting on
1: news. Okay.
2: I hear you. You need to get. You need to get. You need to start practicing. Is what you need to do. Bikes in the garage. <laughs> uh, blows. Yeah, Fernandez took down blows. And what do you guys think? You didn't like it, either one. of You didn't like it.
0: No, because I don't think he needed to go all the way. All
2: to the, yeah, he, oh. he he got by him and then he kept going, right?
0: Yeah, and it's a real bummer because Blows has been riding awesome this year, and I was really interested to see what he could do, especially in a little bit shorter race. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, what, what could he do with this? Like, yep. What if he gets second or third? Yep. Uh, I mean, obviously, Ferrandis is really good, so he wasn't going to win it, but I don't know. Sky's the limit beyond that. So to me, that was a bummer. And, of course, because he's been so solid this year, he did manage to come back, still got eighth. Uh, what happened in the second one? Went eight, 19
2: 19-7. Yeah, the the sec- last
0: one was solid, but.
2: Yeah, second one was Ferrandis.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yes, first one was AC took the win. Yes, second Um, one's got taken down. uh, So he could have been. I mean, what he could have been. That would have been eight. You know, three, seven, or something.
2: Yeah, something like that.
0: Who knows? Yeah.
2: Um, good job for Starling to get seventh. Uh, Hayes crashed his way back a little bit. Been rough a little bit for Jacob Hayes the last little while. Uh, By the way, his agent JT Daniel Blair would like to know when he can apply for the podium bonus for his kid at the KJSC.
1: Yep, I texted him uh, after the race and said, Great job, you must be proud. And he said, Forget all that, let's talk money.
2: Yep, yeah. <laughs> and then and you blocked his number.
1: Right, I immediately uh, deleted the text thread.
2: Um, Michael Lieb showed up, Weege. What? What? Michael Lieb showed up. I don't know what he's been doing, but he showed up.
0: He, he, I saw him on the list on Fantasy, and I was so confused, and I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, has he been racing all year, and I've just missed it or something? I don't want to, I don't want to admit that I missed this. Yeah. I did not miss anything. He has not been here.
2: No. Right, JT? He's not been there.
1: He has not been there, no. Nope. And wow. But he, he rode pretty well. He did. He rode pretty
2: well. Yeah, he put together three mains. He maxed out in Pulp Mex fantasy. Fantasy. Did you pick a team, or did you forget, because you were in a field in, in North Carolina?
0: No, I did pick a team. Uh, I had to do like I did... I think in Indy, I had to pick a team, like, Saturday morning at, like, 6 in the morning. Uh, So I have no idea. I'm just throwing darts. And then I was like, let me just pick more all-stars and solid main eventer guys, which sucks because in a triple crown. We all know that you'll know who's in the main event, and I couldn't even take advantage of that.
2: Um, JT, did you see Martin Costello deserves some praise because he crashes in the LCQ each. He throws his hands up in the air. He, like, takes his time to get going because it's over, right? It's a four-minute race. It's over. And next thing you know, Martin Costello is on it. And he charges through the pack because there were only 10 guys on the line. Entries were were a little down in, uh, in Houston. So they had an LCQ with 10 guys. And he charged up, and he was in fifth. And I don't know if he would have made it, JT, but Van Martin threw it away all by himself in the whoops.
1: Man, poor Van, man. I, uh... One of the dealers I visited, Honda Houston, on Thursday, uh his father is the uh the manager there, uh Sean Martin. And Van was there getting ready for the race and mm-hmm. he had actually gone down. Uh he he was doing a news spot at the station and he thought it was Thursday morning. Well he misread the email and it was supposed to be Friday morning, so he went to the news station at, you know, five AM or whatever <laughs> and they were like, uh, yeah, what do you what do you want?
2: Yeah. Who so, are you? <laughs> uh yeah,
1: but man, yes, to your point, he was all by himself, no pressure, no reason to even take a chance, and uh, crashed yep. in the whoops before the finish line pretty yep. good. So and, that was and,
2: and Costello got in, who crashed in the second turn. Yep. And took his time getting up, threw his hands up because he figured it was over. Never give wow. up, kids. the 250 class, folks. Yep, this this never, never give up, folks. Um, Mosman had a good first one, fourth place for the Mosman. He's been riding better lately, but then, then the last two weren't so good, but...
1: He's been crashing a lot though. Yeah, he
2: has been. In practice too. He's,
1: he's riding yeah, you wonder if it's one creating the other. You know, I, I think he's definitely been tasked with, hey, we gotta do better than this. Right. You know, I, I think that's a fair assessment. And I Bobby Dan, if he's not trying, but he's he's paying the price along the way too.
2: I haven't gotten through the broadcast yet, but I heard a little bit of it. Uh the NASCAR guy, Stenhouse, pretty good. You, yeah, it'd yeah,
0: yeah, I, yeah. I, be hard to complain. I, think, I mean, people are going to just by nature, but mm-hmm. I don't really think he did anything that was so ridiculous or wrong.
2: It seemed like the dude was uh, following the sport pretty good.
0: Yeah, and he even brought up things like lap times and some whoops and stuff. I I, I don't know. I, people are going to complain because they're just going to complain. Right. But I don't think he did anything that's really worth complaining about.
2: No, yeah, it's a good job. I'm not a NASCAR guy necessarily, but yeah, great job. Um, all right, so anything else? Two fifties, four fifties? Anybody? Uh, more any? left. we're on to uh run in Nashville?
0: We are. I think so.
2: Yeah. Um So Stu came back. Stu came back. Yes.
1: Stu came back. It he did not w- come back.
2: It, he came back to social media. Um
1: kind of. He did not show up at the here. We race, go, JT just, just refusing,
2: that. JT just refusing to budge. I love it. Just
1: no, no, no. Just, I'm just I, I thought he was coming to the race. That was that was a bummer. I thought he was going to come back, and I thought there would be more to it. I didn't think this big, you know, lead up would be just an interview. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It was I didn't I did not get to listen to it yet, but I was hoping for more. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh,
0: wh- were you thinking he was coming to the race based on any actual? Like, did you hear that or? Did you just think that?
2: <laughs> no, he Well, heard, yeah.
1: there just seemed to be a lot of fanfare around this this date and weekend. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's I guess that's on me that I my expectations were too high. I was just like, damn, I thought he was going to come. I thought he was going to you know, I thought there was going to be some sort of retirement ceremony or something. Uh I just didn't think it would be like a a podcast or something. That's all. Oh.
2: Um
0: yeah, but the teaser had a video in it, but by the way, that video w- wasn't what we saw. So I'm really confused now.
2: I don't Well, is it going to be a part 2?
0: Yeah, so maybe some of those quotes will be in that or there could be a part 12. We don't know.
2: Yeah. Um it's good these could go back. It's cool. I I thought I found a lot of it interesting. Um I didn't know why the camera kept shaking. I don't understand that. I didn't understand why it was a little wasn't a little bit better quality,
1: but I think whoever was holding it wouldn't you be nervous, by Stu? I, I think they were just nervous.
2: My whole thing was he doesn't want to do anything and hasn't done anything, and then somehow he woke up that morning and was like, "All right, let's do this." and they were like, "Okay, fine, all we have is an iPhone. that's it and but we he's he may he may disappear again for years, so we should do this guys that's that's sort of my thinking on what happened.
0: I don't know. Uh, like the Tomac thing, all theories are
1: on the table.
2: Yeah. You know no, absolutely. So uh, never good. try to understand stu. No, no. But yeah, uh, we we had heard from somebody who had heard from Feld that he was coming out, and I never once believed it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just don't see the significance of random what round Houston thirteen or whatever Houston March twenty. Like, what is that? Why? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. For sure, coming to the race, I'll believe it when I see it. It's firmly in that category, but I really don't think it's randomly going to just be Houston out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on that. So, yeah. Um, well, good to see him come out, though.
0: Yeah, I, the video was okay. I mean, it was 34 minutes. They tried to, whoever they is, I don't know who's asking these questions or who decided to do this, right. but they tried to like serve up some juicy stuff, like talk about Carmichael, talk about bikes, talk about Cowie. Things talk about money, things like that. Uh, so they tried. I mean, I, I think I've definitely seen better, uh, but whatever, it's Stu, man. And yeah. he seemed pretty happy in that, so that's good. I don't yeah. think anyone is wishing to hear that he's, like, in a depressive funk or anything like that. Like, yeah. it was good to see that he seems, for whatever 34 minutes of a video can tell us, yeah. he seemed like he was in a good way. That's yeah. cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll look for, for part two. I I heard about this in Geneva I don't know I've probably said it on the show but in Geneva I heard about this video
0: but do you think it was shot is there a chance this video was shot yes in uh
2: it was shot it was shot it was yeah it's done it was done then stop it yeah so
0: we actually don't know if he's in a good way because this video could be five months old
2: well in December he was in a good way we'll just go with that okay yeah
0: alright so we don't so we need in part two to hold. he needs to hold up today's newspaper (laughs) in the video
2: (laughs) I guess, yeah. I don't know. What? The,
0: what? The, what? Why now? That makes the this date even more random. <laughs>
2: Dude,
1: well, that's what I go back to. I, Steve, Steve was jumping all over me because I said I expected more. You guys are, you guys are saying I shouldn't expect expected more than a video that was shot four months ago.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It certainly was not the be all end all. I just don't understand if you shoot, you'd be like, you know what? Let's just wait till March twenty ninth. Why? Ah. Eh? I don't know. March twenty wh- Why?
2: Uh, sh- sh- they should have waited till seven seven.
0: As funny as that is, something like that, something of some random significance. I don't. No, I don't. Just I just thought he only decided to start doing it like two weeks ago, but they've had this done.
2: I I believe so. I don't know for oh. sure, but I heard oh, about okay. this video in in Geneva from Malcolm. All right. And it was. I heard it was coming up for Anaheim. Before Anaheim won.
1: I heard the same. Yeah, yeah I heard the same. So, not, and not from you, but I heard the same.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, all right. Um, Nashville Weeds, you going? You're in?
0: Yeah, I'm in for the rest rest of the season.
2: Oh, wow. Check you out. We got live yeah. shows, too, coming up, everybody. Uh, Denver, New Jersey, and Vegas live RacerX, MX, uh, uh live shows at the venues. Tickets start at $20. Uh, all the information is on RacerX online or pulpamex.com. Um, t- Denver's going well. Denver's selling really good so um, people um, you know if you want to go uh, get, get some tickets now. Vegas is going okay too and and Jersey we're working on a special guest week.
0: Yeah uh, well, we need to work on it. How about that oh, Okay
2: okay fantastic
0: yeah. yeah I'll get on that I'll right. get on that
2: okay yeah. uh, All right everybody uh, thanks to fly racing thanks to uh, uh, Maxis Alpine stars, the folks at Slick wash and uh and you people of course for listening really appreciate it um and uh yeah on to on to nashville jt weege thanks boys Are
1: right, yeah see ya
0: thanks for listening to the fly racing steve mathis show It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The
2: Dogger, Ron Machine.